Attention, beautiful people. What you are about to listen to is unheard footage from previous episodes of Kata Nation Studios. This is Kata Nation Uncut 2. Enjoy the show. Last season, I was able to just go behind the scenes and play some unheard footage from previous episodes, and I decided I'm going to bring that again. Hello, beautiful people. My name is Alex Catano with Kata Nation Uncut 2. While some of these interviews go very long, roughly about 40, 50 minutes, some actually go 15 minutes and you're kind of stuck with like a little bit of content and you kind of have to work your way into making a full-fledged interview or even go back through some questions. And that is what happened with Yesenia Barregan from Say San Diego. She's very skeptical of oversharing, but I said, let's just go with it. Let's see what happens. And here you go. So take a listen at Yesenia's full story of how she got to say San Diego. It's going to be pretty long though, Alex, because I have like five years of experience with them. You may start off from like the first program until the last program. Yeah, that, that works. Honestly, the more information I got, the better. And okay. I can cut stuff around. So don't worry about that. Like I'll okay. even cut out some of the ums and stuff. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. Okay, so my involvement would say was I first started in 2017 with the school-based mental health program. Back at that time, it was called the EPSDT slash Medi-Cal program. So it's early product screening and diagnostic treatment. Children under the age of 17 who were under Medi-Cal and needed uh, behavioral health services. My experience there was mostly at schools. Uh, particularly at O'Farrell Charter School. I worked with a lot of little ones, some teenagers, middle schoolers. My job as the case manager was to support them. I would, I guess at that point, we would call, call it behavioral sessions where I would reinforce anything that they were learning with their clinicians, so with their therapists. So whether it was coping skills, alternative behaviors to manage some anger, um, ultimately, um, our goal was to support them in managing these issues that were presenting and being uh, an impairment for them at school. Because as we know, a lot of our kiddos in those communities suffer from a lot of trauma. So we had a lot of therapists there supporting them to navigate that and, you know, share their experience and learn how to manage that or properly um, communicate what they need because a lot of them didn't know how. So I was there as a support to them to reinforce anything they were learning to make sure that then they were also applying that at home. And during that time, I was also helping with case management. So maybe a lot of families needed support with housing or food, because a lot of the families were facing um, food insecurity. If you don't have food at home, you can't function properly. You know, that's, it's like the cycle, right? So. Um, I did a lot of case management with that program. After a year, I transferred over to um, our community assessment team, where I did more preventative and intervention work with youth that were at risk of coming across with any juvenile justice or if they were having behavioral issues at home or at school. A lot of our kiddos would get referred to us. So I did a lot of the same rehabilitation skill building with them on like alternative behaviors and coping skills and managing stress in order to help them explore and understand the reasons why they were, you know, reacting a certain way. And a lot of the time that was getting them into trouble or at risk of coming 
in contact with the justice system, which is what that program was trying to prevent. After a year there, I transferred over to the teen court diversion program where I was working with first-time offenders. Uh, instead of going to juvenile court, they would come to my program and they would go through a teen court that was volunteer jury. So I would train high school students on empathy, trauma-informed care, the justice system, and restorative justice. And then they would come in, pretty much be the jury and help create a disposition for the teen who's coming through the program. Not that long of a story, I would say, but definitely one that was hard to put on the show initially because we were also interviewing Enrique on a separate day. So it was really hard to put that whole thing together, but it was very exciting to do a story with Say San Diego with both Yesenia and Enrique, two people who I've known for a very, very long time. Yesenia has been a huge role model in my life. She's the real reason why I signed up to be in City Heights Rotaract. She was the one who told me that I would do something great with my life if I signed up for City Heights Rotaract, and it would be a big game changer, and she was right. I'm now currently the Director of Professional Development, so I couldn't imagine what I would do without her. And just thank you, Jasenia, for being a huge inspiration to all of us listening right now. Gil and I have been friends ever since I brought him onto the show, and we seem to talk about anything and everything. And I remember when we did the Goals and Connections podcast, which was his second appearance on the show, I was very intrigued into how much we talked about because I actually listened back to our full-fledged interview, which is like two, almost three hours. One question that I have been asked forever is if I would ever come back to music. And Gil and I discussed it, and maybe it'll be easier for you all to listen to my reasoning for not coming back. So take a listen. I don't know if you've ever heard my Double X podcast. No, I haven't, but you need to shoot me that link so I can. Yeah, it's a uh, season two, episode five, my journey through music featuring mm-hmm. Double X friends. Uh, I used to write music and I just basically tell the whole story of what happened, how it got started and how it ended. Uh, gotcha. it was, okay. I thought it was just fun and uh, I'm yeah. shocked how many people loved it and you know now ever since now people are like oh will he ever sing again you should i mean do you enjoy it it was weird i enjoyed it just uh when it was a thing for fun and it wasn't work um that's one thing gotcha that yeah that i mean that that helps uh once things begin to feel like work a lot of people get turned off there was one thing i left out on both my journey through music podcast, and on my conversation with Gail. I never thought I was that good of a rapper slash singer. I never considered myself that great. I think maybe people were pretending to be good. I just, I don't know. I never felt comfortable knowing whether or not I was good or even great. And as I grew up, I realized that maybe I sucked all this time and people were just too afraid to hurt my feelings or tell me straight up that I sucked. Now, this next clip I'm about to play you is actually not something that I recorded on Captain Nation, but it was teased on that Double X Prince podcast. I am about to play you a concert that I performed at in 2015, back when I was with Urban Life. The song is called Keep Talking. You can tell that in the beginning I was feeling it and then over time I just started forgetting my lines. I did promise to somebody that will remain anonymous that I would play this song because it was their favorite at the time. I want to elaborate more 
once this is over. So please take a listen for the very first time. Keep talking by the Double X Prince. <laughs> Nobody tried though. Give me till the day I became the double X friend. But nothing's been the same since. Can't you see by all the fine I got a lot of my plate. I got a lot of my mind. Oh Lord, why'd you bring me all the drama? After all, it's not like I called my mama. Even if I did, she wouldn't feed me this karma. However, God watches every time I check in. Stepping always got me blessing. Asking if I'm home, but I'm feeling homesick. Maybe I'm just tired of dealing with the bull. Critics who don't make it, thugs who just make it. So I ain't the best, but don't mess with me. I know someone there will hear my bar shopping. So every other hater out there, just keep talking. So you might be asking, are you the same guy or are you just playing games? Let's wonder why Went from getting pumped to getting pumped I don't always have to write a song about a young lady Otherwise, you could just call me Slim Shady My hero at one time, now he's soft More like Colby O'Donnell's just completely lost Wanna leave? Yeah, absolutely But there's someone out there who will keep me truly After that's a load of course who can fight my battles It's all time to grow, let's change the channel Started all wired, but I'm being admired. Still on my prime every time I rhyme. So thank all the people who support and listen. Try to make you, try to motivate you. All like school's not prison. Hey. So yeah, I just wanted you to keep in mind that is 2015 Alex, not 2022 Alex. I had a huge reputation of being a hater to the world. And I mean, who could blame me? I was literally a human punching bag in high school. I was the kid that nobody liked. Had friends, but was always felt left out in the group. And it was hard to really come out of that shadow for a long, long time. The question that I get asked the most is, would I ever come back to music? Honestly, I have written music still to this day. I have been afraid to perform just because I know that I was not that great. Honestly, and just listening back to Keep Talking, it was just very cringy to say the least. Do I want to come back to music? You damn right. I'm afraid that I'm going to be a flop. This is one of those things where it's like, I got to do it alone to know whether or not I'm good or not. And I'm just not ready to step out there yet. There will be a time and place where Alex Catano will sing, will do music, and will show it off to the world one day. So we haven't played any unheard footage up to this point since Yesenia. So I think it's fitting that I would add some gag reels, some very funny moments that you missed out in the past. Take a listen, add some bloopers. I think it's rare that someone's first song is a song that they continue to perform it doesn't live up to the same quality that the newer stuff does. Um, I kind of lost track of the question. What was the main question? Did I answer it? Oh, yeah. I was muted by mistake. I was talking with Owen. <laughs> You're fine. Uh, I thought we were recording this whole time. No. <laughs> Cutting this part out. <laughs> Cutting this part off. <laughs> 
Yeah, man. Anytime. Next time we gotta get 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 Gabe. Technically, he was gonna be the first guest. Oh dang. Okay. Well, you can let him know. You can let him know. Um, and honestly, I probably should have a Valentine's Day episode of my own. <laughs> Maybe too late now. And from then, uh, you could stop me whenever whenever you want. I know I I could try to win. Kind of new to this podcasting, but I'm excited. When you ask me, I'm like, you do it. If you don't want to, that's fine too. You know, like at the end of the day, you know, we're all going to die. <laughs> as bad as that sounds, <laughs> as bad as that sounds, you know, we'll either die with our accomplishments all the way through or halfway. I know it sounds very morbid. I'm a very morbid person. <laughs> Been here for like what a year or two? Yeah, just don't judge when you're listening. <laughs> I'm just there to have fun, give some basic information about rock. Well, if you come into our store, we're going to greet you and ask you, you know, if you need help. But I got my hand on the pepper spray sometimes. <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? I knew the second she popped up, a lot of people from my class, from class of 17, was going to come in, and you're the first one. <laughs> Alex! Just some little moments that you may have remembered. Some funny, not so not so funny, but very fun clips to listen to. Now, my most famous episode to this day is One Year of Kata Nation. It was a reunion of people from season one, two, and three. One Year of Kata Nation also gave us our first and only ever wild card. That, of course, being Susan Sanchez. Everybody was predicting who it was going to be, but everybody except two people got it wrong. The reason why it was her is because she was the first person I ever told. She was been my top supporter since day one. What hurt me the most about being with someone who has been a part of your life and no one knew her hurt me so much. And it just really upset me that I never got to reveal her to the world. And I needed closure in my life. I needed people to know that I had once a best friend that I saw almost every single day of my life and has kept me humble throughout the years. Obviously, because of high school, plans change, life changes, and things are not the same, and you may not have seen that person as much as you once did. But I was so happy to bring her, and it brought me to tears at one point that I got the chance to tell people, hey, this is Susan Sanchez. She's an amazing woman who has pretty much been a part of my life since middle school. So I was very excited that I finally brought her onto the show and everybody got to know her. And yeah, this is just more clips of my conversations with Susan Sanchez, a.k.a. The Wild Card. What else is there? <laughs> just, uh, well, just pretty much all of that I could think of. Um, again, thank you for doing this. Mm-hmm. Um, um, I appreciate you and I know sometimes I stress on sharing like how much you mean to me just like I write it down in little cards because <laughs> yeah I, I do uh, appreciate the little cards yeah but I do really appreciate you just for sticking around for as long as you did yeah I try I try as much as I low-key can <laughs> no because yeah. I I also don't want to be to the point where like ah oh, like I don't want to bug her no, I get it. It's it's tough, you know. Like I said, I do get busy. It's fine. Like if you throw it out there, I'll see it and I'll be like, okay, what am I doing? <laughs> Again, that's why I'm trying the whole calendar thing. Cause as of recently or before 
the whole calendar thing. I was calling people up, everybody and anybody I knew, and I asked them, did I make plans with you? Did I do something with you? I'd be like, I don't know, maybe. <laughs> and it didn't help until the last minute where I was like, shit, I did have something to do. And I don't want, I need to either cancel on this or that. So I'm trying this calendar thing. Okay. You know, being like a responsible adult that I was supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying it out now. Better late than never. It's up to you, but do you want me to tag you from Instagram or no? Like, uh, you don't have to. I mean, my account is private. So if anybody who's listening tries to add me, I'm not going to add you back because <laughs> I'm already following you. But if you want, you can. I don't, I, like I said, you know what? I'm just going to say this. I consent to whatever you want and take it as it goes because I am indecisive. <laughs> I'm going to be like, sure. Okay. So just do what you want. I, if you want to tag me, go for it. If you like ads, like whatever. It's fine too. Like I said, my account is private. <laughs> 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 oh, I do want to say one more thing. So I remember the first time you ever came to Caffeina. Mm. Uh, it was when you and I hang out, hung out, I don't remember, a while back. Yeah, okay, I do remember. I was like, first time. <laughs> like, the first time I went with Cielo, not you. Yeah. But yeah, 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 yeah I remember. Yes, okay, so uh, apparently my friend was there that day, mm-hmm. and he saw us hanging out and stuff, like, oh, who are you talking to? I'm like, oh, that's Susan. And his response was, wait, she's real? I was like, wait. <laughs> oh no <laughs> i was like wait you thought i made up this friend for years like, <laughs> like this isn't bitch he's fucking crazy basic ass name <laughs> could have given her a different name damn but, yes i'm real yes uh, not some dw ass imaginary friend <laughs> i exist for those who was friends with him all these years and were like this bitch lying <laughs> I yeah. exist. I'm here. Physical form, not virtual. None of that Facebook shit. Exactly. So if you guys are <laughs> listening, Susan Sanchez is a real person. Yeah. Don't add me on Instagram because I will not add you back. <laughs> I'm serious. Do not add me on social media if I do not know you because I will not add you back. Okay. Please. <laughs> and to just piggyback on that comment that we left at the end. Yes, uh, Susan Sanchez is real. Um, part of the reason why people never thought of her being real is because I've mentioned her so many times, but no one ever knew her. She's always super shy or she's always super busy. She's always kind of always on the move. So I never got a chance to uh, introduce her to any of my other friends. So everybody thought I just made some girl up. But no, Susan Sanchez is real and she's kept me humble through almost half of my life. And I will always appreciate her. And I am so happy that after 11 years, uh, Susan, you've dealt with all of my BS. So anyways, just thank you everybody for listening to the special edition of Kata Nation Uncut 2. Next week, we will have a guest. Who will it be? Come to find out later. Join me next week or join me on Friday for Banda en la Bahia on Kata Nation en Español. Take care, everybody. We are Kata Nation. Time for my LA sisters. One time for my LA, lay can't tell the difference. One time for a who knows? Don't save her, she don't wanna be saved. 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 This was a Catanation Studios production. To get involved, go to my Instagram at WeAreCatanation. And to continue to listen to awesome podcasts like this one, go to WeAreCatanation.buzzsprout.com.